This is Comic Picks by the Glick, and here's your host, Jason Glick. You stole my line, god damn it! I, I hate you, man. I did, Just, and that's it. Yeah, can't, <laughs> I, can't you speak can't, anymore. I get, you can't get it back the, forever. <laughs> no, I'm just going to stop and go play more Dragon Age 2 right now. Bye. <laughs> All right, I'm over it now. Okay, good. Okay, <laughs> okay. well, let's see. This week, um, this week we're... Let's see. This week we're going back to Japan, and let me just say that it's it is honestly a goddamn tragedy what is happening over there right now. Mm-hmm. So, it's so like it's and it's like if you've got friends or friends or loved ones over there, I certainly hope they make it back all right. I know John was just telling me about a buddy of ours who um buddy of his who just ma- who is alive and will be making it back eventually. Yep. So that's yeah. So I just hope that. My best wishes go out to everyone over there, and I just hope that things things start getting better instead of worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and bet as like better in the sense that I hope that no, we're not going to suffer any like you know giant robot attacks like they are in the in the, in the cast in the world of the uh, manga I'm about to talk about called Bokurano Hours. Mm-hmm. This is a series from Mohiro Kito um, that is currently being serialized on Viz's um, Iki website. This is their. This is the the um. Let's see the web publishing initiative they set up, they've set up to um, promote some le- some more arty or um, arty or lesser known titles that like from business from um, Japan's Iki magazine and um, as they've been as they've been publishing the series the um, chapters of the series on on their website they've also been publishing um, graphic um, graphic novel collections of these series like once they, once they reach enough um, page, pages to reach current volume now Bokurano has been has been going around going has been um, going on a six month, roughly six month schedule for, for a while. I don't know. I'm talking about this, and I'm boring myself right now. But okay, the basics of the series is that they got these um, this group of um, junior junior high kids who um, who are vacationing on like a nice a nice coast uh, like a nice nature school at a co- on a coastline somewhere, and they wind up um, meeting this one one mysterious guy in a in a cave who asks them if they want to play a game. So after getting getting all the sign up. Um, he, they find out that oh wait they've been selected to um, pilot this giant robot um, in defense against other giant robots that are about that are um, that are attacking Japan. Now they've okay now as now it sounds like a kid's dream come true and just like the plot for just for God knows how many other giant robot series out there. But things take a twist when the pilot of the first when the first pilot after successfully beating the other giant robot keels over and dies. Because it turns out that this piloting this robot um, not um, comes at the cost of your life. If you survive, if you if you survive, then you if you survive the battle, then you die. If you fail, well, as the um, well as the um, very unhelpful um, like uh, a mascot character Koi Mishi um, informs them that hey, it's like yeah, if you die, the whole world's gonna die because you're fine. That's that's how that's how the stakes in this game run. So now you've got all the, these high school kids, like with the fate of the world in their hand, fate of the world in their hands. Now, like now, now as you can guess, this is a much this is a very dark series, and I, and on one hand, I like it because I like it because of that, because you know it's like a lot of it's like it. You I mean it's there's like so like I mean, there's so many like giant like stories about where kids pilot giant robots and they trade and they trade on the kid. Yeah, they they trade on the kids. Um, you know, just like the on the simple premise that hey, you know, these are kids. They don't have experience, real world experience. I mean, what are they gonna like? What are they gonna do? How are they gonna like manage? Like actually, like, like you know, how to compete in an adult world. What they um, don't consider is um, 
know, how these kids are going to act, you know, because in most of these, in just about all these series, all these kids you see are saints. They're just like, like this. They're like, yeah, they may they may whine, they may cry for a little while, but you know, eventually they um they do the they do the right thing. It's like, it's like they um they overcome their their challenges and they grow up in the process. They don't they don't count for the fact that you know some of these kids are are petty, selfish, um scared scared out of their wits, um like and they're just like you know just and are rotten to the core. You know, like someone who's like the kids kind of the kids who um would use the you don't see these kids using this giant robot to settle. As ways to settle vindictive scores against people who've wronged them, or just you know being completely indifferent to the ca- to the um, suffering they're causing. Because hey, you know I don't know any of these people. What do I care if I'm stepping on them right now? Uh-huh. And that and that's this that's the kind of series Bocorano is. And that's that's one of the things that I that like that draws that um, draws to it. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a train wreck in that situation. But it's but, but as I said before in my review of Volume Two, it's like it's. Yeah, you know people are going to die and die very badly in these cases, but you can't look away all the same. Maybe it's because you're glad you're not on the train, or that you hope to see survivors emerge from the wreckage, battered but intact, with stories of people who gave their lives to avert the disaster. Now, thing about Volume Two is that um, it did a good job of like showing you like you know some of the better kids, like the the ones who the ones who are self-sacrificing and who will who who are, who are generally credits of society, kids who you wish would see grow up. Grow up and to, be, to become adults later on. Now, with Volume Three, though, we get some we get um, far more interesting char- characterizations right here. Um, oh, but before I go on, I have to say that the um, the series was adapted into an anime um, a couple of years back by Gonzo Studios, um, with um, under the direction of Hiroyuki Morita, who um, also gave us um, the Cat's Return from Ghibli. Um, while I was um, looking forward to that series based on how um, traumatizing um, the, uh, pr- the previous anime that, that was adapted from Kito's work, um, Narutaru, um, also known as Shadow Star, um, was, um, it eventually became far too warm and fuzzy. Basically, it kind of, it, it took, it, it basically, um, excuse me, basically um, turned, looked at these kids and gave, and um, made these kids into like basically martyrs. They say, like kind of like um turn them into and a lot of them in the second half of the series into saints you know like cause they were yeah, yeah they had a, a rot, like a rot, rotten luck in life but they they adapted to this they adapted to the circumstances and they eventually gave themselves to the greater good and you know it's like that's that you know like I said that's that's what you expect from this kind of series and I kind of like and I and I wanted. I was watching Boca Rona because I wanted to just, I wanted to be traumatized. I want to see, good Lord, man, how much worse is this going to get? So yeah, I'm sick like that, but that's that's the impression that I that I got from it. So, but now now with now with Volume Three, that's what we get because it starts off with um, Isao Kako, who um, well, he's basically not taking this. He's not taking this. Um, his selection as being the next pilot very well at all. He stopped going to school. He's li- he's um, sitting at home, sh- um, shut off from his friends. Um, keep like um, huddled in a corner. I mean, he's he's adapting to all this badly, very badly. And and as we see some of his, as we get to see some of his dreams, he's like, he, I no, it's like not 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 before his dreams, but he, later he even tries to force himself on one of their on one of the fellow one of the other girls in his group because he. Figures like no, hey, we're gonna die. So why don't we experience sex beforehand? She manages to um, force him off um, because she is um, far more resourceful and damaged um, than he is, as we'll see later on in this volume. 
and then we also find out that he's also got like he's he's very self-destructive, very selfish, and um, basically just that can't think about anyone other than himself. Now, and then um, he even then because like now while um, this is the point when the Japanese military gets involved, they find out about the kids. They start making their own efforts to try and get involved in this. When they um, step into the battle, uh, things don't go well at all because. Because <laughs> when, when, cause while the self defense force tries their best, they get their asses handed them by the other by the other robot. And so once it comes down to just um, Kako and the and the other robot, he runs. He runs and he just and he's about and the only thing that stops him is when he is one of his when one of his quote unquote friends basically um, tells him that he's sure he's sure good at running while while doing this. And then Kako just completely loses it and starts attacking him right in the middle of the cockpit. Now, I mentioned – I'm going into this in detail because, you know, because like whenever I – because when I see this – think of this guy, I think of um, like, you know, anime's favorite um, punching bag for wimpiness, witchiness, and whininess um, when it comes to um, piloting giant mecha, and that's Shinji Akari. Shinji. Shinji. Yes. <laughs> it's John. Like, I mean, like, you, you know Shinji. I mean, you know that he – that he, he's I mustn't run away. He's kind of like the uh, the poster child for like, for like how you're not supposed to act when you're given a giant robot to save the world. Exactly. Right. right. No, always think of yourself and let the world go to hell. But <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the impression you get from Sinji. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, even though it's like basically the thing is yeah the things we forget though is that eventually like yes he may whine he may cry, um, but eventually. Like at, at the very end, he eventually mans up and gets in the robot and does what and, and does what's needed of him in order to get in order to save the world. Yep. And and like see, because like and that and see, like, that's that's what we forget. And that and this in case of the in case of Kako, it's I think it's fascinating to see a character who just can't even muster that someone who is just someone who's just too self-absorbed, too too focused on himself to even consider to even like doing something. Doing something for for the sake of themselves, or even to save his own skin. I mean, it's it's a yeah, it's a very one note direction, but I've never seen something like this done in anime or manga before. Someone who just couldn't, who who's just too scared to um to even even muster the courage to fight back. And so, how do you solve the problem of like of um, having a character who is too scared to fight back? You have the character who forced um who forced who um who's a te- who. Who's, who he um, forced himself upon earlier in the volume, um, use your knife to slit his throat right in the middle of the cockpit. Yeah, this this piece of work is uh, let's see, is Chizuru, and she is wow, she's not that she's a piece of work that she has basically been dealt a far harsher hand than just about than anyone I've seen in this series because she managed to achieve like every high school kid's dream in that hey she scored with her teacher yeah let that sink in she basically she thinks her dirt that most boys her age are just like so gross immature and just like so not for her but her her teacher oh, oh he's dreamy and it's even better that he's responding to my advances and how does her teacher respond to this he responds by letting his friends have a turn. Yeah. Oh man, it's like that's it's it's fucking awful, and it's 
and that's just kind of like that's kind of the shit. That's kind of shit that um, Kito goes into because, I mean, in the, in the anime, it, it just went as the teacher just like I took videos and I posted them to the net. But here, it's like, oh man, that's horrible. And then we find out that she's that she's that she's pregnant because of this. And he says, oh, that's great. We can have a birthing video later on. And what a fucker, man. And then these these guys, his friends, you know, hey, and then now she's got a giant robot. So what does she do? She doesn't get mad. She gets even. Like, she uses the robot's abilities to find out where these guys are and just starts frying them, like, in, and, like, frying them where they, where they stand. And the problem, the thing is, though, that this, these ro- the robot's abilities, they're not very fine-tuned. So, hey, you know, it's like, you should happen to be, like, say, within, like, several hundred feet of this guy, of one of these guys when, um, when she's exacting her vengeance, then, yeah, you're dead, too. Even if you're, even if that means his family's gone, yeah, he's gone as well. So basically, you've got like like this ch- ch- a child with a child sense of, sense of justice given absolute power to um, exact her revenge. It's a it's a horrible, it's a bad recipe. Even in the worst, even the best, even with like the best kind of justifications as she has here. But then at the very end of the volume, we find out we she gets a wake up call. Like find out, hey, you know the wor- the world isn't as simple. Vengeance isn't as simple as you think, even because turns out that um her teacher, teacher's dating her her sister. So now she has to now she has to like face the big questions here, and I'm I dying to see um how this is going to turn out in vol- in volume four because I mean in, in the anime she um she she ceases she stops her vengeance when she sees that her her sis- sister is involved, and um you know. Based on what I've seen seen in the series so far, I I honestly I honestly can't say whether or not like she's going she's going to stop right here, or if like if, if something different is going to happen. I mean that's that's why I'm I guess I'm just want I want to know how this how it turns out. I'm dying to see like how Keto um does this because like the guy I mean the guy is twisted guy like guy it's like guy's got. Guy's got talent for for um, digging into kids and seeing what um, seeing what makes them tick as kids instead of just you know like uh, idealize like idealized people with less um, less experience. So, but that's also it's also kind of like interesting to see that how that um, the series is also basically does revolve around having its all of its characters act act childish. I mean, you've got the kids who are no kids themselves, but then you have got the military. Um, who shows up and basically says, "Okay, you got to do ex- exactly what we want." It's like we we want to know what 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 this like what this robot does and how you're controlling it. And then like you know, Koi Mishi shows up and says, "Yeah, yeah, you dickwads, you're not gonna I'm not gonna tell you shit. In fact, hey, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna just like start fucking with you because you're a bun- you're a bunch of dicks. You have no idea what you're like what you're dealing with here. I mean, like this, the adults here are basically are acting childish here. And same goes for." Um, Chizuru's teacher, who's basically just you know acting without consequence, and like and and his and his pals as well. Like, hey, they're just, hey, this is our world. Like, we can't, we have, we don't have to need to worry about worry about that. Like, we're just acting, acting without consequence, you know. I mean, it's it's an it's an interesting, it's a great setup, and it's like I said, it's it's horrible, it's traumatizing, but as it's like as much as it is, I'm still I I still want to see how this is going to tur- turn out because it's not. Because it's not just like pure shock value. Um, Kito does um, do, does a great does a good job of like, getting into his characters' heads, making it see see what making it see the, like the, the rationale behind their decisions, so that it's not 
it's like it's not just pure shock value. Like there's actual like like there's actual art in here as well. So I'm so I'm dying to see what happens next, and I'd love to see um this um my publish this on a much uh, like a swifter basis than every six months. And you know, like I would be reading it on the icky side, but apparently like it's being the um, um, chapters there go up about um, every month or so to the point where like hey you know like I can either just like read like um, read them as they come up or just wait wait until I like, get a nice chunk um, as I do when the graphic novels basically how I read American comics as well so so uh, so ideally yeah I'd like to see this start selling in huge um, quantities so we can get it quicker just like you know um, summon of the gods and you know the um, soon to be coming back Eden thank God but yeah. But I'm looking definitely looking forward to that. But still, it's a great, disturbing series for people who people who are looking for something different, and um, basically who who are you if you if you're tired of your usual of your usual mecha series, then hey, this is something I'd I'd highly recommend you check out. Yes, it'll it could probably it'll probably cause you to sleep less at night, but hey, it's like it's going to leave an impression. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, and. Okay, and on that note, I'm going to go and call it a night. And so, everyone take it easy, and I'll see you again in two weeks. All right, we'll see you next time. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. Where's the damn stop button? Stop! Where the fuck? <laughs> Shit. Oh, there it is. It's like this little...